Hi, everyone. It's Izzy and Max, and we're back with a brand new episode this week. Today, we're going to be reflecting on our junior year of high school, or as many people like to call it, hell year. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but at the beginning of our podcast last year, one of our episodes, it was called, I think, The Truth of Teen Surviving School in 2020. And basically, we kind of reflected on, you know, clearly last year was not a regular year for us. And it was like with virtual school when it was first becoming established. Um, But this year, like, it's totally been different. And there's a lot that we can unpack in this episode because, you know, it was just kind of like a major roller coaster the way school went this year. I mean, there were points where you were in Zoom classes by yourself, like last year um, in your room. And there were points where you could actually like high five people and say hi to people in the hallway and not be alone. So it's definitely been a crazy ride, but we're looking forward to talking about it and um, giving, you know, some advice on junior year and what we're looking forward to in the coming senior year, which is really weird to say. Today, I think right now we're officially seniors. It's 1.30. Yeah, so we're recording on technically our last day of school, although I did not go today. But um, yeah, it's been a crazy year overall. So excited to talk about it today. But before we get started, I just wanted to mention that we have a new website, thetruthofyouth.com, that we just launched uh, two weeks ago, I think. And uh, all of our episodes are on there. You can stream them for free. We have a new section called our creator's pick section where pretty much it's a few of our favorite episodes. If you're looking to get into the truth of youth, but have never heard our episodes and don't want to start from episode one all the way to 35. So uh, if you want to check that out, it is in the description. Also the truth of uh, We're also on TikTok and Instagram at the truth of youth. Um, and yeah, so uh, Izzy, are you ready to get started? Yes, indeed. Let's do it touch with like this school theme I think something that we can do as a little getting into this kind of episode is if we were to like give this year like a letter grade like if we were to say a a minus a plus I don't know if you want to do that um how would you really how would you rank this year like how was it for you um it's a hard question because I think you know it, it depends in terms of what, but I would say overall in terms of stresses, but how much I enjoyed it. Um, I'd say maybe like, uh, probably like a B. To be completely honest, I don't really think I can answer this question without comparing it to my other years of high school, which I also think we should do. But um, I definitely think out of all my years in high school, this is probably my second favorite. Um, I liked last year the best, I think. I think I liked it a little bit more than this year because I think it was, it wasn't easier, but it was like, I don't know. I My teachers were just unbelievable last year and I loved them this year too. It was just like a different dynamic because of virtual stuff um, and also, you know, AP testing, et cetera. But I think uh, this year 
it was still a good year, despite kind of my initial thoughts at the beginning. I remember in September, at least for our school, um, they said that they were going to go virtual for like, I don't know, like three or four months or something like that. And then they rectified it to like one month just in September. And then we went back in person, whatever, uh, because of like backlash and stuff. So kind of like the administrative like issues and everything were a little hectic and um, that was a little annoying. Um, but, you know, there were kind of like good things about it in terms of like how much I was able to see like my friends and like manage like my social interactions and stuff compared to like, you know, balancing my stuff with school um, and extracurriculars, which weren't as in demand this year because of the pandemic. So I think I definitely was able to manage like my actual work-life balance the best out of this year. So I would say that's probably the highlight of this year, but it wasn't an A, but it was probably a B, you know? Mm -hmm. I think I'd go with like a B plus A minus type of thing. I think, like you said, um, there was definitely standout things. There were definitely things that were still stressful. I mean, regardless, like it was very hectic in the beginning of this year when, you know, no one really knows the way that we're going to be taught and no one really knows how they're going to interact with their classmates, how they're going to interact with their teachers. Um, You know, junior year, like you're like supposed to get to know your teachers and build a relationship like to maybe get them to write you a letter of recommendation. And, you know, these are things that like cross your mind and they kind of scare you a little bit because like if you can't get to know them in a normal way, like how do you expect them to talk about you or to help you in any sort of way and, you know, be a good resource for you? Honestly, despite that kind of initial fear, I think like I was still able to form relationships with certain teachers and like there are still classes that I actually found engaging, especially by the end um, when I was like going in person and being like, wow, like this is actually kind of interesting. And this teacher is actually really funny or they're actually a pretty good teacher. Maybe I just didn't pay attention on Zoom. Um, But regardless of that, I think there were definitely like highlight things of the year. I think my relationships with other people were the strongest this year. There was still a lot of work, but it was like in a different way. Like the schoolwork element, it was just a lot of like, especially in the beginning, there was a lot of like tedious virtual tasks that you were doing. Um, And there was definitely a lot of homework for sure. But I also think that people found it in themselves to find time for themselves and care for themselves and you know, do things that can sort of distract them from everything that is stressful. Um, And I think I got closer with my friends and I feel like it was kind of like making yourself a priority. I think I learned a lot about that this year. Definitely more productive than like the end of last year. Not perfect for sure. I mean, there's still lapses in like what the knowledge that I have. I think (laughs) I can speak for a lot of people when especially those who took like AP classes who literally discovered so much about the course, the two days leading up to the test. (laughs) Um, Or at least that's how it was for me. in a lot of my classes, it was like, wow, wait, this is kind of (laughs) cool, but I'm only realizing this after a year of doing it. So yeah, I'd say like B plus A minus. Um, So you talked about this a little bit, but I think we can reflect on like some of our favorite classes of this year. Um, I don't know if we did this last year, but I think this is good. For me, I think there's a direct correlation between how excited the teachers were about teaching the content and the classes that I enjoyed the most. Um, And I think for me, there were plenty of teachers that really didn't feel enthusiastic about what they were teaching. And to an extent, I don't blame them. Like it's hard, especially in the beginning of this year when you're teaching to a computer screen or to literally one student in the cohort, 
that's going into school. Yeah. Um, but towards the end of the year, I feel like I could sort of see like, okay, th- this is a class I actually like. Um, I really liked calculus. I think partially and due to my teacher or heavily due to my teacher. Um, I think he was just a really enthusiastic, engaging sort of person, pretty like funny, um, nonchalant, but like helpful and very, and gives like a lot of like resources and stuff. And I just, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't have, I didn't love my math teachers in years prior, but I always loved math and like seeing someone that like understood that, um, was really helpful. I like that class a lot. I mean, I don't have like a single standout. I probably have like two or three that I really liked. Um, not to, not to mention that I didn't like my other ones. Cause I actually don't think I had a class this or last year that I disliked, which is good because freshman year, that's a completely different story. I literally could do a truth of freshman year right now. Cause I hate it from my freshman year, like was the worst year ever. I would say probably one of my favorite classes this year was a push. Um, the reason, which is AP US history for those of you who <laughs> don't know, but, um, I loved my teacher. Um, And also just, it was so interesting this year to kind of see, like, for example, where we were studying the constitution and kind of like the layers of government and stuff. Um, And I'm sure Izzy, you also did that because you took uh, AP Gov this year. But um, it was so interesting to see that also play out in real time with, you know, the election this past year. And you see like kind of how everything has changed and also all like the social movements that have been going on this year. And all these like intersectionalities that I really didn't see before, I guess I took such a comprehensive history course. And, you know, there's a lot you need to know. Um, And at the end of the day, I think it wasn't really all about the facts. It was really about what you take from it, like kind of like the lessons. And I still see like the way we live today is not perfect. And that's why there still needs to be change and stuff. But just the history of that, like, for example, the progressive movement, it's so interesting. And I literally like I think my freshman year history was just so boring to me like I think I remember we had to do these like ninth grade surveys or eighth grade surveys going into freshman year like what is your least favorite class and I would be like history and Spanish because I'm not that good at it and also it's just boring anyway um I loved that class I loved my art class this year because I was able to work on my art portfolio and also everyone in it was just so nice my teacher who's new this year was so so nice and um Calc loved it too Uh, I think about calculus, which I'll talk about a little bit more when we talk about kind of like APs is like, uh, it's so different in like the way it's taught, like, like, it's not as like, arithmetic based, it's just more about like, all the transformations and stuff you have to do and, and um, kind of how it builds on top of one another. Like, it wasn't really like that in my past classes, how it like built on top of one another, because you literally go from like square one to like, the end of the year, you're doing like, crazy integrals where like you oh, yeah. like it's insane it's, to see the progression in your learning so I, I think mean, that was so enjoyable you know yeah I mean in a lot of other maths that I've taken in the past I mean I could talk all day about this but really it was like you know if you botched the test one unit the next unit was a fresh start and that was it like you didn't really need to know but if you're failing the foundational test of calculus like the very first few tests where you're actually learning the basic skill yeah then like it's gonna be I mean I'm not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's hard to like build up from that. And it's a very like, like building blocks kind of math, um, which was interesting. It wasn't like anything I've ever done before. And you intertwine like every other math that you did in the past slightly. Yeah. So it's just like, it's kind of like this huge puzzle piece that you were compiling 
like every yeah, year. That, that's that. a perfect analogy. And I loved my teacher too. Yeah. Um, my teacher happened to be my tutor from last year. So that was really nice too, kind of just to further cultivate that relationship. Um, and also I, I don't think that class out of any class that I took this year was the least like hindered by the virtual aspect. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, regardless, you still have to do it on, on a piece of paper. And so like, you know, the zoom in on the screen where like my teacher would be writing. Um, yeah. I, I didn't really like my learning didn't really suffer. That was like, honestly, like when the cohorts were separate and there was like two people in my class, I think that was the only class like getting me to go to school yeah. because I actually wanted to see, I need to like be there in real time to like look at the board, analyze it, like read it over a hundred times. Like I'm just, I don't know, like with zooms and stuff, like my attention span is just like, I don't want to like sit like every two seconds. I want to like get up. I want to look at the board. I want to take a picture of it. I want to ask questions. And it's just way easier for me to do that in person. So much easier. Why I'm like really, I'm excited for senior year. I'm hopeful. I think like the schedule will be good and we'll be able to like ask questions. Like it's just so much easier for me to like gain that sort of courage and like have that ability. It's going to be, and I know we'll see this at the end, but it'll be interesting to see like kind of how New Jersey, because New Jersey, which is where we live, um, said that there's going to be no virtual school next year, at least for public schools. So it's going to be interesting how to how that works, you know. But I think it's a, I think it's a positive, like you just said. I think another thing that we need to cover is some of the epitome of junior year things, like for example, SATs. Regardless of what year you're taking any of those things, like the SAT, the ACT, APs, like they're I think they're one of the things that stay kind of stagnant, and you know you're still studying for them, and you kind of have to do them. I mean. Yes, a lot of schools went test optional, but I think for the most part this year, like you kind of did have, like, if you really wanted to take it, like some people drove like 60 miles to take it, but it was like fairly possible, I think, at least from what I know. Um, But especially recently, I feel fortunate that I was like able to sign up and just kind of go and it kind of worked out. But nonetheless, like, I mean, everybody knows like, and people hear this all the time that like, it's really not a measure of like any sort of like extreme intelligence, but, and it's so like subjective and, um, you know, you always hear that. Um, But nonetheless, I think mentally it's still frustrating when, you know, you feel like you can do all these other things, but you can't just accomplish this subjective test. And it's, it's so much bigger than just the content. Like, I think that's something that was a huge misconception for me. I think the reason why, like, it wasn't easy was because, like, it's not necessarily that the material on the test is that difficult. It's more so, like, the actual process. And this would be, like, a tip I would even give. But I think it's so not recognized enough, like, the feeling of, like, locking yourself in your room or locking yourself, like, somewhere else. Like, go to the library, do something be in an environment where you're slightly, I think it even is better to put yourself in an environment where you're genuinely uncomfortable, wear jeans, go put on a mask um, and sit in a library where you don't know anyone. When I started like leaving the house to like take practice tests and stuff, I was just like, it was much more realistic. I think this is especially hard when you don't go to school and take tests like when you're out of that sort of loop, when of a pencil paper test and like being timed and saying, drop your pencils and hand this in. Um, when you haven't experienced that in a while, although next year, I think it should be fairly easier to transition to that. But I know for me, like it wasn't easy. It was like a weird feeling to like sit in my room and take like paper tests and all this stuff and have that intense level of concentration. But 
I think that's what I would just advise, like doing things that make you like uncomfortable. I think it's really hard um, for a lot of students like around our age to not equate like their scores or like their process with their self-worth. Like I did the first time I got my scores. I took the ACT and SAT, a collective total. So both of them, because I took both of them six times. And, you know, the first time around, it was like really rough. And I did fine my first time, but it was like, oh, but I have to take this again. And like, oh my God, I have to study. Like, you know, like everyone wants to be one and done, but you, almost you never are. You're, you're, you're in an environment you don't really, you're not used to, especially yeah. because you're virtual, most kids at least. And also um, the material is so miscellaneous. Yeah, I remember there were like one or two tests that I took where I was like, this is really different from the practice test. I've never seen a question like this. I can't even tell you what mathematical concept this is reflecting. And, you know, there were a few moments like that and that is scary, but like, really, like, it's not even talked about enough how like, there's going to be one that like clicks with you. Like there's going to be a test that clicks with you and it's going to be like, okay, it came together here. And I knew this material and I, it's so much, it's very luck of the draw, but I think it totally does happen. Like and it's different for everyone. Like there are people, like there are tests where I was like, I don't know what I just did here. And for other people, those were the best tests they ever took. Yeah. The point is everyone's different. And this is why it's such a subjective test. And you kind of just have to take shots and hope that you get one because you probably yeah. will at some point. <laughs> Regardless of the amount of studying, I mean, I think for everyone, there is also a certain degree of luck that plays into it another change this year and kind of like the whole college admissions process etc was that subject tests were canceled so I'm really glad that like a lot of people went into that process and like kind of made that rectification but I hope that for the juniors next year and anyone who's going to be a junior eventually that it continues to be more dynamic and also accommodating in addition to that I think something that was kind of novel for juniors this year, or at least in our school. I know in other schools, you can take APs as underclassmen. But anyway, um, in terms of APs, it was a weird experience because not only were we juniors for like the first time and the only time, but we were taking APs for the first time. And this was like weird. I mean, when we signed up for these APs, like we had no idea how it was going to, like we didn't even know how the school year was going to pan out. We signed up for our courses before the pandemic even started. And then we were all of a sudden just like in these AP classes and studying for these exams. And like, there was definitely lapses that like students had to make up in their own individual studying, I think that weren't taught upon. I mean, it really depends on the class. It just, it's kind of like a weird experience because you're kind of teaching yourself a year's worth of material before an exam. And that's a weird feeling after not doing that. I mean, I know you do that for like finals and stuff kind of, which we had freshman year which none of us really knew what we were doing for that either. So it was going from that to these full-on three-hour tests. And it was just like a whole new kind of thing. I mean, what was your experience like, do you think? You know, APs were definitely something I'm glad I did. And I never really thought I would say that just because, you know, the testing is like, for me, I was like, oh, it's like unneeded, like whatever. But no, I, I, I enjoyed studying. It sounds weird, but like it was somewhat satisfying to see all of my knowledge, like aggregate into like something. And so like when I sat down to take the test, like for example, I probably felt most confident about my calculus test because I had such a good teacher and and I felt really prepared for it and I also took it in person when I finished it it was just very satisfying to me because like I was like oh I feel confident in what I did and I now am coming away with this test with like actual knowledge that 
hopefully I'll be able to retain somewhat for the future. You know what I mean? So I think that was nice. But also what I've learned is that your junior year, especially all relies on you. The amount of self-motivation you have, it's kind of exhausting, but like you, like you get out what you put in, you know what I mean? Like you do. I think you really do. And that goes for any AP specifically. I think the Mm -hmm. SAT, it's like, eh, because you can study for it, but also it's variability. But like the AP, there isn't that much like variability. Who knows? Because we didn't see every version of this test Mm -hmm. in terms of the variability of the content that kind of had to do low key with the format of the exam i did not just say low-key on this Uh, (laughs) but who knows so yeah so you know those are like the very like epitome like of junior year kind of things but i think this episode is not only to kind of just reflect on those nitty-gritty things because those get intertwined in all of our episodes i feel like you know especially like when max and i catch up a lot of our things had to do with ap's and all this stuff but something that something else that we wanted to talk about was like the whole more like emotional philosophical angle of junior year and um this idea of like time passing I mean theoretically we are kind of like seniors right now which is I don't know I haven't fully processed that yet and I don't know if I like will and I don't even think I fully process being a junior to be honest until maybe like April (laughs) like I don't know it's just like a weird time is like this really really funny strange thing I don't even know how to feel about it like I feel that we had a junior year but like it just felt weird it just didn't really feel like it was like ever really starting it just kind of felt like it's like build up and then you don't really know what it built up to Mm -hmm. so I mean how do you feel about this whole like time capsule thing (laughs) I mean I don't think our junior was robbed of us because first of all like I mean, I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but like who wants a junior year? Like, I mean, I, I do want a year of high school, but it's like, you know, it has its name for a reason. Hell year, you know, in partiality, like, yes, we we didn't have like a typical junior year. I'm thankful for that in many regards because, you know, it was easier for sure than I think it would have been. I cannot imagine doing some of the classes that I did. Um, without being virtual. I mean, I honestly think my mental health has improved so much year this year as a result, but you know, we're about to be seniors. It's so insane. And I think this is a phenomenon that a lot of kids go through, but like you look at yourself freshman year and you like think of like the seniors that year and they seem like they're like 23, you know what I mean? Like, or at least that's what it felt like to me because you know, I don't know. 100%. Izzy and I both don't have older siblings. So it's like kind of so weird. It's It's weird because you don't really have something to compare it to. Yes, They felt exponentially taller and bigger, but like, even just their presence, like there was this yeah. whole like superiority, like, yeah, I don't know. You felt intimidated, like when you were in the hallway. I, I didn't feel that way this year. No, I guess, and I, I, it's so weird because like the freshmen this year don't, I feel like they don't feel like that. Yeah, you know? they don't feel like that. But it's also <laughs> a very internal thing, you know? That's something that no one talks about, but it feels so weird now because we're about to be seniors and I'm just like, where did the time go? <laughs> like, yeah, and also like, I don't know, like, will people fear us? Like, is that I like, don't know. Weird? I don't know. But don't it's like know. funny to think about, you know? What yeah, I mean? it is funny. It is funny. It's like it's like a weird concept that I just can't grasp my head around. This winter flew by. Like I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. But like it flew by for me. We were virtual, whatever. Like some of us went on vacation. The breaks were long. We had like, I don't know. It was just the weirdest concept. But I feel like it went to fall to spring so fast. But yeah, I would I would agree with like what you said. It feels like we were cheated with junior a normal junior year. But honestly, I'm not 
you know, I'm not too upset about it because I think next no, year. No, I'm not. It's just like weird. Like, yeah, it's so weird. It's such a weird feeling. Like, I don't know. And like seeing the people that graduated like what yesterday, mm-hmm. it was just, they don't feel that I know, old. I know, I know. Like I can't process so them being that old. It's I like know. We- Something else is like, uh, this is like a stereotype of juniors. Like, you know, you're locked up in your room working, whatever. You're not going to be able to see your friends as much, which for me, I mean, I think we should just talk about whether we felt that. I mean, for me, to a certain extent, I did in terms of like, I mean, I know there's there was a pandemic this year, but for APs, I literally did not see people for two weeks. And I'm not trying to exaggerate or like intimidate anyone who's listening that's about to be a junior or about to take an AP. But like, I have a, I think I have a large degree of self-motivation and like, that's the consequence you know you don't see as many people you don't have as many interactions and do i think that's unhealthy yes and no i think it's good for people to work on what they want to work on but also like you know you need social interaction like my parents came into my room and brought me water like every night and they're like are you okay and i'm like yeah (laughs) like (laughs) you know so yeah that's like a sucky part aps is kind of like a weird season in itself but kind of irregular but I think before that like as things COVID wise began to get better like I don't know my social interactions with people just meant so much more to me it was like I I needed to interact with other people like on the week I think it honestly like helped me mentally a lot I mean I I don't know it's like very difficult for me to like be on zoom in my room by myself and just not really talking to anyone and when I could interact with other people plan like something a couple months back in March like my friends it was like two of my friends' birthday. And we we planned this little like surprise thing. We parked in a parking lot and we brought like heating lamps and chairs and like some food. And we just like sat and it was like really wholesome. And it was like outside and it was freezing, but it was like, it was just so like nice. And like, I mean, having things like that to look forward to, it's not impossible as a junior. Like I think no, that's a mystery. It's not. Or at least this year for me, it really wasn't impossible. And it meant a lot to me on the weekends to like, maybe do certain things like that not every weekend I'm not saying it should be a complete free-for-all but it was just like nice to have like those little experiences that I fundamentally strengthened my relationships with other people despite the pandemic and everything yeah absolutely so we also wanted to hear from some of you guys some of our listeners um, about kind of your junior experience because you know Izzy and I are two out of millions of kids so um here are some of the best tips that some of juniors this year can offer to some rising juniors. One thing I wanted to add was that like, if you guys keep up with us on our Instagram, like I thought, it, I just want to say like, it was really cool that you guys like voted for yeah. like, this episode. Like we don't usually do that, but I think that's just like, let us know if you guys like want us to do that. I It was very helpful for us. Vote was like really close between the two episodes and we'll do the other thing that we had in our poll at a later date, but it was just like interesting. I was like, wait, this is so cool. They're actually like answering what we should do. But anyway, here are some of the best tips. My number one junior year tip is to prepare and take standardized tests early. There's nothing worse than waiting to take the ACT and SAT and then stressing yourself out about it. Take it early so that you don't have to worry about that when you're preparing for college and when you're trying to get good grades for junior year. Another piece of advice I have is to build good relationships with your teachers in case you want to ask them for a letter of recommendation. My best advice would be to start studying for your AP tests early, especially if you're taking multiple because it can get really overwhelming when you're starting to study and like review all the content. The best tip I could tell any incoming junior is to remember to have fun 
because even though you're testing with standardized testing and worrying about college, you also need to remember to enjoy yourself and enjoy the process in high school. So thank you guys for your submissions. We wanted to wrap up this episode with kind of just like what we're looking forward to for senior year. I can just start and speak for myself. I'm looking forward to just having a normal like presence in terms of like the school population. I'm just looking to kind of just like a more normal kind of life in terms of just like my academic life. What I'm not looking forward to, which I fear that will happen is the quick, quick, quick dynamic, like with teachers being like back to normal, let's go, you know? It yeah. can't be like that. And I really hope like if there is a teacher listening or whatever that you try not to do that because it's, you know, this no one has ever gone through this before. No generation has ever gone through this before. So the best yeah. thing that needs to happen is a very slow transition back, just like it was a slow transition to virtual learning. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I mean, and also just uh, senior year, I think something I'm looking forward to is just like having the best time the last time, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really looking forward to prom because we don't have school dances at our school. All these things we don't have, we're talking about. It's like kind of strange, but and all these things we do have too. And yeah, graduation, you know, getting into college. When you finally process that an experience is like finite, I think when that sets in, like you start really making the most of what it is that you're doing with your time. And I think that will set in. I mean, literally, like, I feel like I would like at graduation, like I think I will literally look like a train wreck. I will have mascara <laughs> everywhere. Like I will be completely dead because like when you don't realize something is so finite until you're like living it. And I think senior year has this whole like idea of being this finite chapter of like this huge section of your life that you just lived. And I think when you kind of know that it's like, you just, you have this urge to live with no regret, to do things that you didn't think were possible to do and to enjoy feelings of relaxation, but also like know how to work in those high stress situations that you might encounter senior year. I mean, it's, it's stressful, like, especially with like college apps and things like that, but learning how to get through those things and have that ability to have that feeling of relief and get to start enjoying those experiences that make the year the amazing thing that it is, um, is very, very, very exciting. So overall like that's just what I'm excited for being able to be like okay I I I got into college I'm living my life to the fullest this is senior year I'm going on hikes before school or I'm going I'm skipping school and going to the beach like (laughs) yeah things like that like the perfect cap you know yeah so yeah I think that's kind of just our whole advice episode on junior year the compendium of events that um compendium uh yes i'm sorry i just said them the podcast just like you said low-key but anyway no, but that's like funny because i remember it was like the second episode that we ever did or something like we did something yeah we just, used to say that all the time right no not we <laughs> i didn't know me? what it meant yeah oh, i was like what is compendium <laughs> like yes mem beam word whatever i, I don't use, I, use I my mem beam like has a issues where it restarts every year so I haven't gotten there yet but anyway (laughs) anyway yeah that kind of sums it up for today's episode I'm happy that we got to like reflect on a weird year like this and sort of talk about like what we're excited for and hopefully it's slightly informative hopefully some of the misconceptions that you guys have were answered and addressed but if not like literally we would love to talk about this in like a q a mm-hmm. or anything like that so yeah Which just like we're planning on doing our... i think before school like we did last year because it's yeah. just like it's a good thing yeah so our dms are open because <laughs> i like yeah, it. our dms are open um 
we like the little like poll question things on the stories and stuff and like our website. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you soon. Bye guys. Bye.